Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special episode of Buckets and Breakdowns. I'm Tim Livingston with your normal host, Thomas Scott, in the analyst chair. Coach Scott, this episode is going to be breaking down the top rookies in this class. Coach Scott, great to have you on your own show. Yo, Tim, happy to have you here. What's up, all of my ballers life? Uh, Phenom fans, enthusiasts, coaches, players, basketball junkies. Yes, yes, Tim has broke it down perfectly. We're going to talk about some of these up-and-coming rising stars in the NBA, these rookies, uh, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, and you know me, fan favorite. I'm a little bit biased. Bones Highland in Denver. You know, I want to talk about some of these guys, Tim. Yeah, and Bones Highland, so Thomas and I both live in Atlanta. We, I was at Bones Highland, a pickup game that you were running here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. what seemed like yesterday, mm-hmm. when he wasn't on, uh, he was barely on any draft boards. Right. And catapulted into the first round. So Bones Highland's going to be a really interesting breakdown. Thomas knows his game intimately. Mm-hmm. If you're a Bones Highland fan, you definitely want to hear Thomas's analysis of young Nishan. Um, so as we, is that, yeah, yeah, but you know he's he's going by Bones. Period. They're dropping in the shine. Like you got the the announcers, you got uh, the color commentators. They're calling him Bones Highland, you know, and uh, that's his name. He wants to be addressed as that, and he's bad to the bone, man. I mean, I, I love the kid. Um, I got a chance to get with him for three months before the season started. Uh, watched him a little bit in college, but he's he's immediately emerged as a fan favorite. And I think it's just because of his self-confidence, his infectious personality, and just his overall game, you know, and he shows it. You you can see he's always got a smile on his face, right? But when it's time to compete, it's just straight, you know, (laughs) I'm ready for business. Like there's no games being played. He's a super competitor. Uh, What makes him special offensively He's got great length uh, as a guard. He can really, really shoot that ball uh, from distance. He can create his own shot. He's got a great first step. But you know what he does? He hustles. He's got a high motor. He's he's also a guy that's not a um, selfish player. As you can see, there goes his range right there from three. He's not a selfish player. He's trying to make the right play. He'll pass it. He looks for his guys. And he just knows how to hoop. He's got a great feel. And I just, I just feel like he's the spark that the Nuggets need. They have a lot of talent. Obviously, with Jamal Murray being out, I think they lucked up and got a steal with Bones because he's willing to come in. He can play the one. He can play the two. He can play off of Monte Morris, or he can play uh, as a guy that can initiate the offense. But he's also trying to defend. And this is his first lap around the league right now. But I feel like – He's a player that's here to stay, man. And uh, off the bench, I know Mike Malone has gotten a lot of confidence in him. I uh, read an article where, you know, Bones passed up a shot and Mike Malone got mad at him because he's like, hey, man, no, we got you here to, to score and, and, and shoot that. We have confidence that you can make those shots. So take them. And uh, they love him. Denver fans love him. And I just can't wait to see how his career turns out. Yeah, he's a super interesting player, Thomas. And I know you were working with him extensively down here on various aspects of his game. So what what parts of his game are NBA ready and which parts does he need to improve to take it to the level that he wants to get to? Well, I feel like immediately his uh, shooting ability, his ability to stretch the floor, 
play off of guys. Uh, you know, with Jokic kind of being the center of the offense, he's going to command a lot of attention, a lot of double teams. So he's an easy kick out. Uh, he knows where to move. He knows how to run and play in transition, get to a spot, uh, quick release, deep range. And also with that, he can put it on the deck. And when he does, he's really quick with his first step. He doesn't do a lot of side to side. It's more angle, angle. And he gets where he needs to go to whether he can finish or drop it off to a, a teammate. Uh, what he needs to improve on, I think just a little bit defensively, like a lot of young guys uh, fighting through screens. Uh, he has the body and the build to do it uh, and get skinny and get through screens. But I think he's just got to go through it a little bit, play certain guys once, twice around. So he knows like, OK, with him, I got to do this. This guy got to do that because he can't do this. You know, uh, the other night I was watching him play against Memphis and John Morant and, you know, a guy similar build, but very explosive guy. And, you know, he had his moments where he got a steal and then, you know, moments where Morant scored on him. But as a rookie, you know, you're, you're trying to learn what it's going to take. And it's just great for him that he's actually going to get a chance to play and have minutes so that he can be better further along in his career. Yeah, he's a really exciting prospect um, that you literally have watched from a non-draft pick to or a non-second guy to. Yeah, he was supposed to be yeah. a second round pick and he he creeped up, I think, to 26 so or 28. Yeah, so. That's cool. Yeah, so again, for those of you who don't know, Coach Scott does a lot of individual and team work with draft prospects. Bones Highland was one of them. So there you go. Um, if you are an up-and-coming draft prospect, you know who to call. G League Ignite <laughs> assistant coach Thomas Scott. Which brings us to our next guy, Jalen Green. Yes. A big name here in the ball is life world. One of the most exciting prospects to come around in a long time. What have you seen from Jalen Green so far? Where's his game at? What does he need to work on to reach uh, the heights that he wants to get to? Man, honestly, I just love his motor and uh, his ability to play in the open court. Uh, his speed, his length, his natural uh, fearlessness of taking shots. Um, if he misses one, taking another one. But also just not having to rely on his shot, but coming in with somebody that, that has confidence in taking threes and making them. Uh, I think he set a Rockets rookie's record with eight threes in a game, eight out of ten threes against the Celtics where he dropped 30 points. So here, as you see some of these highlights right here, uh, but like I love right now, like how some of these guards, especially two guards, are getting to the rim and trying to tear the rim down. It reminds me of some old school Michael Jordan stuff, man, where, you know, it, it's not about the pretty play. It's about just getting downhill, getting a dunk, getting three the hard way, the and one. But he's also unselfish. Um, but I just at the end of the day, I just love his motor to get out and run. Uh, and, and just fearlessness of knocking the shot down uh, wherever he may get it. And, you know, he's he's a rookie, so he's kind of going through it. Um, the Rockets right now, you know, they're very young. So it's a lot of trial and error. And I, I love their coach, Steven Silas, and what he's trying to do with them. I watch them all the time. Uh, but I just think maybe defensively he could get better. A lot of these young guys, you know, going up against some of these superstars that they were playing 2K <laughs> with a year or so ago. But I think the Ignite did a great job preparing somebody like him as I got a chance to watch him in summer league, as most of us did. Uh, he just came out with confidence, man, and, and didn't hesitate. He looked like he's been around the block before 
And I think that Houston, you know, losing to James Harden has gained a real superstar that they can be proud of and, uh, you know, be a fan of. That's exciting. Houston needs it because the last couple of years with that team have been pretty rough. Um, another team who was really good and had a rough year last year, post Kawhi, the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. And it looks like they've acquired an absolute stud in Scotty Barnes. Would love to hear your take on young Scotty. Well, well, Scotty Barnes, you know, maybe a, a bootleg Scotty Pippen in the making. <laughs> I want to call him a bootleg, but maybe a young Scotty Pippen in the making. You know, what makes him so special to me if, is you just look at his natural uh, stature, just being long uh, wing, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, uh, and then just being able to go coast to coast, grab the rebound, push the ball. Uh, he can find people. But, like, he's just aggressive in his ability. And, and to play with a guy like Pascal Siakam, who's basically been around the block and somebody he can model his game after, but he's trying to get to the rim, man. And, and, and to me, I'm just excited about some of these young guys turning the corner, pushing the break the other day. Here it is. He's pushing it full court in three dribbles, taking off. I mean, that's old school. I mean, these are the things that we were seeing uh, Giannis do early on in his career. And I think the Raptors have lucked up on somebody that may go down as rookie of the year, but you know, I, I'm not sure because there's, there's a lot of competition, but I do like what I'm seeing. I think the Raptors are going to be playing for something this year. Um, you know, and I think he's in a good spot because he's able to play winning basketball now. And just speaking on bones Highland, same with him, you know, being in Denver, like they're going to be playing winning basketball. They're, they're trying to, win a championship, trying to get to the playoffs, you know, and, you know, playing with Nick Nurse, he's going to know how to use them to put them in positions to be successful. And when you see somebody like Scotty Barnes, you see that he's skilled, uh, he's long, he can defend. I mean, he's taking on some of the, the, the toughest guards in the NBA right now. He's not running from the fade, uh, you know, and, and he's going to have to have that identity as a, a defensive stopper. He's got the ability, the length, the foot speed, and the strength to really guard multiple positions. And I think that's what really makes Scotty Barnes special. I mean, he's averaging, uh, I believe, around 13 points right now. But it's not all about scoring. It's about his all-around game. You know, he can rebound, he can pass, he can defend, but he's special getting to the rim. I noticed with Bones and Jalen Green, defense was a knock, a reasonable one given their youth. Mm -hmm. Scotty Barnes, not the case. Right, right. But you know what the key is, though? Even though they may not get all the stops that is the NBA, you know, a lot of these guys are incredible. It's about being scrappy. It's about, you know, knowing when to get a good reach in, a good poke at the ball. It's about, you know, how to get back in front, making somebody use two to three moves to get a bucket on you. And, um, you know, just overall understanding team concept and, and where your help is. And so to me, I think that's that's something that they naturally have. It's just that scrappy ability. But it's going to be more so fighting over screens and, and understanding team concepts to, to give them uh, a one up on on their um, opposition. That's something as a coach. It's hard to teach that, right? Defensive tenacity, scrappiness. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean. You either got her. Is it, is it? Is it? You either got her. You don't think, or no? I think it's, guys? I think I think there's. It has to really bother you when p 
people are trying to score on you and they're scoring on you and they keep coming at you has to bother you. And then I think it comes down to heart and multiple effort. You know, I think some people save their energy for offense and um, there's there's no place to rest. The only time you're going to rest is when you're on the bench. So you, you want to stay off the bench. <laughs> and so the way you do it is build that trust on the defensive end. And I think these guys have the ability to do so. And, you know, to contest shots, you know, uh, somebody may put a move on you, they get a shot up, you still have to contest, you still have to box out, right? You still have to, you know, uh, help, be a help defender, you have to close out, keep your man in front. And so those things are difficult more than they have been in any other level they played in. But you can't quit working at it. It's something that you have to stay on and be aggressive uh, with. Well, that was me as a basketball player. All scrap and hustle, no skill. Yeah, you have to have um, the scrap. That's mandatory. Mandatory. Mandatory scrap. Um, awesome. Well, Thomas, that's fascinating. The Scotty Barnes comps are really interesting. He looks like, to me, a little bit of Jason Tatum, yep. too. I mean, just like the super skilled 6'8", six, 6'9", six, guy mm-hmm. who can come in and just, you know, has lit the league on fire. A game that might be better suited for the NBA than college, even. Right. Um so yeah, Scotty, and and speak of the speak of that, speak of that archetype. How about Evan Mobley? This guy is incredible. Man. Seven footer with that kind of athleticism. Compton Magic, shout out, Atope. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, um, take yep. me through Evan Mobley and what you're seeing out of him early on. And, and another California prospect, you know, coming out in the league that looks like he's going to be a superstar. Uh, I love him. I think uh, Cleveland, the organization, the fans, I think they love him as well. Uh, know somebody on the coaching staff, JJ Outlaw, and, and they're speaking highly of him. And you know, if you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers right now, they got Kevin uh, uh, Love, they got uh, Jared Allen, they got uh, Markinen. Uh, they, they have a lot of bigs right now, and they're working them all through. Sometimes they play three of them at a time. And Evans, the guy that's able to space out, knock down a three, a guy that can roll to the basket finish above the rim and you know as you're guarding a guy like that you don't know if he's going to roll or pop so he's able to to make that read on how you're guarding and then also he's able to find his teammates you know he's averaging i think about three or four assists uh and so he's keeping the defense off balance but you know he's got touch around the basket he's obviously above the rim and i think he's going to be one of those guys i mean it's a new game right now but I think the Cavs may have stumbled on somebody that could be somewhat of a Tim Duncan down the line for the Cavs um, and basically just be a staple. Like this is a guy that can see over the defense and make passes. I mean, the game is not so much back to the basket as it used to be, but he's able to do that. But he's also a shot blocker, man. Like this guy can protect the rim. He can move his feet and pick and roll defense. He's long. He can disrupt. I think he's averaging a block and a half and a steal and a half a game. So he's being disruptive and then he can rebound, you know, and and he's once again splitting minutes with a lot of big guys that can actually play. The Cavs just paid Jared Allen a lot of money. I mean, they just got uh, marketing off uh, trade and uh, and then, you know, Kevin Love is still there. So he's he's working in with all these guys that can actually play. And he's also gaining experience and he's able to pick up on things from from veterans. And so when you look at that, the trajectory, 
like I said, I, I, I said Tim Duncan. I know his, his game is not the same, but I'm saying that he may be a staple for that organization for a long time because he plays the right way. I, I know his college coach, uh, Jason Hart, and he raved about him and a lot of the practices when things have clicked for him. And I think the NBA game is going to be easier for him. And I think he's a steal. I think he went, what, number three pick? I mean, yeah, I mean, so to get somebody like that with size of seven feet that can move, stretch, knock down a three, pick, pop, keep the offense moving, make the right pass. I mean, you can run everything through this guy. And they have a young core to match him with, with Sexton and uh, Garland and um, – uh, who's my man from from Atlanta? The small forward that got drafted last year. I can't think of his name right now, but he's a defender. Now they're up in their defense. They're able to stop guys. I think it's Okoro, and so Okoro, yeah, and so they're able to to stop guys on the perimeter. Sexton is taking that challenge. I love him defensively, and so I think they're building a young identity that the NBA has to watch out for. I mean, that's fascinating for you to hear or for you to say that Evan Mobley has that generational big talent yeah. to to become somewhat of a modern Tim Duncan. I mean, what a compliment and yeah. what what a comp. That's that's big time. Yeah. And, you know, when I say that, you know, it's it's different. The game is different. We're not seeing, you know, mid post bank shots and jump hooks like we used to, which I still miss from the game. And I feel it like it will come back. Uh, but, you know, you look at your Carl Anthony Towns, you know, what can he do? He's a guy that obviously can bang down low and, and has great touch, but he's able to stretch the defense with his incredible shooting at the five spot. And there's no difference, uh, I feel like, with Evan Mobley and somebody like that, just highly skilled bigs. And I think that's really a great thing to see as a fan, as a coach, as a big man that has taken the time to really get – all of the skills down. He's spending a lot of time. Uh, I don't know who his trainers are or, or who he works with, but at the end of the day, they're spending a lot of time on every aspect of the game so that he can stay on the floor and be a pivotal part in turning that uh, franchise around. Evan Mobley, to, to me, looks like he does the little things. Absolutely. Which for a rookie big, I mean, that is incredibly rare. Yeah. And when you have a guy that has all those skills, plus he's doing the little things to help his team win. I mean, that's why that team, the Cavs have, they only have three or four wins, but they're impressive. They beat some good teams so far. Yeah. And they've been, they've been competitive in every game. Whereas last season, I mean, there was, you'd look at the Cleveland and again, I'm a Cleveland fan. So I'd look at box scores and be like, Oh, mm-hmm. uh, the Cavs lost, lost by 52. Nice. <laughs> and this season, this season, that dynamic or, you know, like that doesn't, that's not going to happen many times because this team is young, skilled, and they got guys who are hungry, both offensively and defensively, Sexton, yeah. Mobley. It's an exciting team. Yeah. And, you know, shout out to the coaching staff at JB Bickerstaff because they're well coached. And it doesn't just really start or end with JB. He's had coaches at SC and high school. Uh, you know, that you can tell the little things have been instilled in him, the fundamentals of the game that don't get on the stat sheet, that aren't really things that the fans are going to notice, but people that know the game are going to pay attention to. Little things like setting a good screen, boxing out, getting in the right position to to get a block shot, rotating properly, uh, getting in the sweet spot so that a guard can 
have a pressure release so that he can make a certain shot or make the next play and get the hockey assist. And those things, I think, are a winner. Those are the ingredients of a winner. And I feel in my gut that the Cavs are going to turn this thing around really soon. I think they're at four and four right now. And, uh, you know, they're, they're establishing a good foundation to move forward in the right direction. Yeah, they are a sneaky seven or eight seed in the East yeah. because they're clicking right now. They're hard to score on with Allen and Mobley in the middle. Mm-hmm. And they got two really good young guards in Sexton and Garland. So I think there's in Cleveland for the first time in a long time since the King left town, there's optimism Absolutely. for basketball fans in Cleveland. Absolutely. So, so Thomas, who's your rookie of the year right now? We're, we're early, but who's your ROI? You know what? I think um, I think it might be a, a co-rookie. I think it might be out of uh, Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes. And I, I think Evan Mobley uh, will have more um, of a stat look, but I think Scotty Barnes is, is playing with more of an experienced team. Uh, to where they they may have more uh, games down the stretch that 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 matter, but I I think Evan, I think Evan's gonna get a lot of looks and and, and be a center of their offense. So the ball's gonna be in his hands a lot. Uh, so I just feel like those two guys are somehow it's gonna be out of those two. I can't really say who it's gonna be. If I gotta pick one, I'm gonna just go with Evan Mobley. I think that's my front room too right now. I mean he's been fantastic as a big this early on the Cavs are going to play him a lot of minutes they have to he's their best he's already their best player right so Evan Mobley if I had to make a pick right now I think Mobley's the guy Barnes is interesting Duarte in Indiana's putting up crazy numbers oh yeah he's nice too he's really not he's I think he's 23 or 24 he's one of those guys who's like an act like an old school rookie right right who can who, who can drink? Those don't really exist anymore. Um, and I that's think what, Evan you know, is like 20. I think he's not even 21 he's 20. yet. Now he's 20. And I think Barnes is 19. I mean, like these kids are, it's really basketball fans often lose sight of how young these kids are. And they're coming in and competing against grown men and making basketball for guys like Scotty Barnes and Evan, Evan Mobley, making the game look easy. That is impressive. Absolutely. So, all right, we got Evan Mobley as Coach Scott's number one current Rookie of the Year candidate. It's a really exciting rookie class. We're going to be doing more of these breakdowns with Coach Scott. Hope you learned a little bit about basketball today. I certainly did. Just hearing about the small things that Evan Mobley does, kids, that's what you all need to be working on. Yep. Or else you're going to end up like me in a square on your YouTube. <laughs> hey, but you know um, what? I want to I wanna see – there's a lot of good rookies out there, man. And, and you know, Kay Cunningham, Jalen Suggs. There's a lot of good rookies out there still uh, putting in work. There's a few steals out there um, that I like. And, and, and you know, another rookie. We haven't talked about him. We haven't queued him up. But Davian Mitchell in Sacramento. Davian Mitchell in Sacramento is a real problem right now. I mean, he's stopping people. He's locking people down, and and not just anybody. I mean, I'm seeing him uh, rip. Uh, 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 what's my man in Utah? Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan yeah. Mitchell. He's ripping Donovan Mitchell. They're going to the basket. I see him locking up Luka Doncic and, and and getting off the ball. Like to me, he's one of those guys right now that we haven't seen in a long time. Like a second coming of a Gary Payton, 
and yeah. and, and he's really helping turning Sacramento around, man. I think he's just a winner, and I really enjoy watching him on League Pass, man. This dude is a lockdown defender, man, and he can score and he finds people. I'm sorry, Tim. I, we can't leave him out of this break. We're going to go. No, next episode. Coming up, <laughs> Kate Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, and Davion Mitchell, who I'm going to have nightmares tonight about being guarded by Davion Mitchell. Oh, He's yeah. that nasty. I mean, you want to talk about scrappiness, that yeah. dude. Definition. He's going to outscrap you all day, and he's probably a top 10 athlete in the NBA. Yeah, he's off an absolute night. monster. Off night. He's, what a nickname. You got to love those nicknames he, that really describe your game. Not just like initials or just something in a number. Like off night. That's what you step into. I mean, to. yeah, he sounds like a superhero. That was also a nickname for me growing up, but for a much different reason. <laughs> um, yeah, he's Davion's really nice. I want to hear your breakdown of Davion next time. So, yeah, coming up, we're going to be doing these all season long. Coach Scott in the square, in your earbuds. Thank you all for joining us. T, until next time. Yes, sir. Peace out.